Welcome back to the Chick Chatting Podcast with your host, Ale. On today's episode, we will be chatting about leadership and self-made women. We have a very special guest on our show. She is the founder and CEO of Chenille Consulting Incorporated, professional public speaker. She's self-made. She's a leadership and strategic advisor. She's a coach. She's a mother, dog lover, wife, and author of her recently published book titled, Faith Over Fear. Please help me welcome, drum roll please, Mandy Chaniel. Thank you so much for coming to my podcast, Mandy. I'm thrilled to share your upcoming projects. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Ale. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Mandy. With our listeners from all over the world wanting to hear more, we are super eager to know more about your life successes. Mandy, can you share with us how your life experiences shaped you into the successful person you are today and what you learned from those experiences? Absolutely. Um, So I have to say, um, obviously, my my parents um, had a huge influence on (laughs) who I am today. Uh, they always taught me to work hard, to set goals, continue pushing myself to reach my potential and keep pushing that potential further and further. Um, but I have to say, you know, my career, I'm, I'm incredibly fast. I was an executive uh, before I turned 30. Um, and my first executive role was really the first time I had full time responsibility to manage others. Um, and very quickly I was challenged with building a team from scratch. Um, so out of the gates, <laughs> I had little to go off of uh, other than instinct and mentors. And so it was a learning process. And, um, I will say I battled with self doubt and self confidence and, and all of those things and wondering if I was good enough. And it, it wasn't until a boss of mine gave me the book Lean In that I actually understood that I was dealing with imposter syndrome. Um, And that really opened my eyes to, wow, okay, yes, there's, you know, unconscious and conscious bias out there, but it's also internal. And so I learned so much from reading that book and took it into everything that I did. Um, Of course, it, it made me a champion of diversity and figuring out how to help other underrepresented groups in the workforce to break free from imposter syndrome. Um, But beyond that, I learned that every challenging time in your life, everything that feels like a mistake or a battle or you're doubting, it's an opportunity to learn. Um, and, And I've learned that across every area of my life, not just business, as a parent as well. I've got three kids. (laughs) <laughs> you know, every every new challenge with them is an opportunity to learn and to grow and help shape them as well. So um, the early success I had in my career absolutely shaped who I am today and why I'm on this mission and why I wrote this book. Wow, that is beautiful. And you know, what does success mean to you, Mandy? If I had to sum it up into one word, I would say fulfillment. Um, okay. So you know, it's what are you after? It's what is the end goal, right? A lot of times we don't think about that. When we think about success or achieving a goal, we think about getting to that mile marker or that end point, right? Right. Um, But to really tap into success or fulfillment is 
to understand the impact, right? What is the outcome? Not just getting there, but what is the impact it's going to have? Uh, so for me, that's always, you know, of course, being the best version of myself as a wife, as a mom, as a person. Um, but it's my greatest fulfillment is helping other people to tap into that and to find their own success, their own fulfillment. Um, and I think we need more of that in this world, especially today. <laughs> right? <laughs> we definitely do. And I, I'm glad you're helping, you know, you're contributing to this as well, uh, you know, to make a better place. <laughs> That's my hope. Look, my kids are, are growing up in this world, everyone else's kids and the next generations. Uh, the more we teach people and the more we do it by example, uh, helping other people out, helping people to, you know, get through the battles that maybe took us a long time to get through a little bit faster. Right. Um, and then to do the same for others. It's just a beautiful ripple effect that can affect so many people. That's excellent, Mandy. Can you tell me, like, what does failure mean to you? And how do you overcome the low points of your life? You know, I think we all go through those points. Absolutely. That's such a great question. Um, so I will say my true definition of failure is giving up. Right. I don't believe there's anything. Uh, uh, wow. There's no such thing as failure <laughs> unless you give up or you don't learn from those experiences. Sure. You know, it can feel like failure, the downtimes, the mistakes, the slip ups, whatever can, can feel like failure in the moment, but it's what you do after that. Right. Um, I've certainly had many low moments and times where I feel like I've failed or I felt like in the moment that I failed, but looking back because I've been able to adopt a growth mindset, it's not failure to me. It was a great learning opportunity and an opportunity to grow. Um, so that's, that's actually one of the big messages that I have in, in my book as well, because that taps into a whole nother level of growth for people to be able to see it as an opportunity because it's really easy if it's really easy to give up when you feel yeah. like you failed and you can't win. You can't succeed if you give up, right? You have to keep trying in order to get there. Um, so that for me, failure really comes down to giving up and that being the end of it. Um, but you can battle that by learning from the opportunity. It's almost kind of like Oprah said it once, you have to find the right next move instead of just staying stuck in that, you know, low place. Exactly. Does you no good to, you know, rock gently in a corner <laughs> worrying about <laughs> what happens? Mm -hmm. I mean, sure, do that if you need to, but right. then get back up, dust yourself <laughs> off and figure out the next move. You're exactly right. That is correct, Mandy, and I totally agree with that. Um, what techniques for motivation do you use, and can you share with our listeners that you know you can recommend? First and foremost, it took me far too long to learn this, <laughs> but <laughs> motivation is fleeting. Um, mm -hmm. This is why, like for people like myself, there were many times, especially with regards to my health and losing the baby weight and getting back to where I wanted to be, that I'd have this, you know, influx of motivation and I'd go, 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 go. And then the motivation would falter and I'd stop and I yeah. hadn't developed a habit. Um, what I learned is the silliest sounding hack. Um, and it's actually how I wrote my book. Um, and it's called micro tasks. So okay. the, the whole point behind micro tasks is it's simple. 
It's not something you can come up with an excuse to get out of. And I'll explain it in a second. Um, but it builds discipline and habits. And those are two things you need to keep you going when motivation ebbs and flows. Um, so the idea behind micro tasks, I think it was, uh, uh, the Navy SEALs who coined the term, um, and they use it during their hell week. Um, but it is coming up with a simple, very minimal time commitment, daily task, something that's going to move you forward. Um, and I, I really learned this to be true when I did 75 hard, um, by Andy Frazella. Oh yeah. Um, I, I, I thought it was so silly. There was one task where you had to do 10 minutes of active visualization every day. And I was like, 10 minutes, what is that going to do for me? Right. Um, and I will tell you the first time I did it, I did a guided visualization, uh, that <laughs> brought me to tears and was so powerful. And I was like, okay, maybe 10 minutes is good. Yeah. Um, and over the course of doing that whole program, I realized that Wow, I've been making it so hard on myself by thinking I had to go from zero to a hundred and stay there when that's unrealistic. Um, so for example, with my book, I set a minimum daily task of writing or working on the book for 15 minutes a day. Um, I tried every other writing process strategy that I could research. None of them worked for me. So I said, okay, let's try this. Let's try what worked doing 75 hard. 15 minutes a day seems ridiculous. I'm not going to get this book written in the next decade doing this, but let's give it a shot. And wouldn't you know, (laughs) it helped me develop the discipline to do it. It helped me to build the habit of doing it. And over time, I spent a lot more than that 15 minutes. And I was adding other daily tasks because it became part of my routine. It became a habit. Um, And the beauty of it is, when you check a task off every day, even if it's this like ridiculous micro task, you release all the happy brain chemicals. So dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin. And those are actually proven in studies to develop discipline and strengthen motivation. So that is the biggest, uh, biggest hack that I have for finding motivation and sticking to it because you really need discipline to support that motivation because it's going to come and go. And that is correct. I think we all think motivation is going to keep us running, but it's the discipline that the stuff that we we don't like to do, that's going to get us there. Exactly. That is amazing. And can you tell us more about your book titled faith over fear and what inspired you to get this started? Absolutely. So Man, uh, when I was 17 years old, <laughs> I'll never forget it. Um, I There was a motivational speaker that came to my high school and spoke to us. And now I, I was always that uh, that girl that my friends came to for advice. I was always the one cheering on my water polo team and my swim teammates. And um, I was always that person, right? And after this motivational speaker came, I remember sitting in my room at home writing out all these motivational quotes and going, ah, I want to do more with this. I want to write a book. I want to be a motivational speaker. And then like my very next thought was, yeah, I'm 17. (laughs) No one's going to listen to me. Um, And so that idea got put on a shelf for a while. Um, And of course I thought about it over the years, but my, my family and my career were both growing very fast at the same time. Uh, so, you know, didn't have time to read a book, let alone write one. Um, but 
as the opportunity to retire from working full time for somebody else uh, came about, I was, you know, thinking about what am I going to do next? Um, and I was like, hey, hey, this has been sitting on the shelf in the back of my brain for a long time. And I, I do have that life experience now. Um, I learned so much being a leader and a mentor and I wanted to find a way to do that on a bigger scale, but still keep the, you know, family, uh, balance that I, I was striving for. Um, and I thought, wow, you know, writing a book and helping people the way that I would when they're on my team or when I mentor them, um, that's the way to do it. So the the whole book is written. You can think of it as a a one on one between me and the reader. Uh, that's my hope that it comes across that way. Um, and it is all about how to unleash success in everything that you do. Um, it's applicable, of course, to your career and business, but also your personal life, your relationships, health goals, everything. It, it is all connected. Um, so I, I walk through stories and the mistakes that I've made, how I learned some of these tips. And trust me, they're all tried and true. And I, many of them I had to learn over and over again before they stuck. <laughs> so um, I wrote them all in the book in hopes that people don't have to learn the hard way like I did, um, but that they can tap into these keys to success and find a way to make achieving their goals inevitable. Wow. And, you know, I can't wait to dive deep into that. And, you know, maybe people will have book clubs talking about your book as well. You know, this is a, an achievement that everybody would want to reach, you know, and you, if you made it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Mandy, I, you're, you're an amazing person. I can tell right away, but you know, what is your pet peeve? Because everybody does have that pet peeve that we're just like, ah, you know, that bone to pick. <laughs> what can you tell me is yours? Oh yeah. Well, so as a mom, it's uh socks and water bottles being everywhere but where they should be. Um <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, I think my biggest pet peeve has to be when people in a position of power don't really care for the people under their leadership and not like care, but don't don't build them up, don't help them to develop. I think they're it is a privilege to be in a position of power or leadership, whether that's, you know, a teacher, a leader in business, a politician, what have you. Um, when you have people under your leadership, it drives me nuts when they don't take the time to really get to know the person. Um, I think there's so many people who are afraid to understand their teams or their followers, I guess you could say, um, professional and personal goals and getting to know what drives them, what makes them tick and how can they help. Um, I That drives me nuts because to me and in my experience, it is so simple to do that. And not only do you build great relationships with these people, but especially in the work environment, you set their engagement and their satisfaction and their performance on fire by doing that. It is, it's so simple to me. It just boggles my mind when leaders don't do that. So I'd have to say that's my biggest pet peeve. 
Yeah, and I can say that I've been through that as well. I've left big leadership positions because of that one reason. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes the hardest workers, they don't see that growth from their leaders or that empathy at times. And you just leave because you say, it's not, it may not be for me. It's not the environment. Yep. They, there is a saying that is so true. People don't leave jobs. They leave bad managers. That is so true. I, I can attest to that. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> is there a specific book that changed your life in the way you view life? There are so many. Um, I, I I have a top three, if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I mentioned it earlier. Obviously, Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg um, really just opened my eyes to imposter syndrome and understanding the power of diversity and the challenges. For underrepresented people, um, I that lit me on fire, um, one thousand percent. Um, another one is Mindset by Carol Dweck, um, amazing book in understanding what a growth versus a fixed mindset is, um, and the the impact of tapping into a growth mindset. Um, and the third is Grit by Angela Duckworth. Um, I love that book. It, it talks a lot about how effort beats talent time and time again. Uh, you don't have to be the smartest person in the room. You don't have to have the most financial backing in the room to be successful. Working hard really factors into the equation. And there's a ton of studies in all three of those books, which I love. I love data oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that prove the points of what they're saying. And they were very impactful for me as, as a mom and in business, as a leader, just everything. Wow, definitely. I really do think I have to read that one because I do believe work ethic beats talent. You know, if you work hard and you're the hardest working in the room, you're going to beat anyone that has that so-called talent. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Awesome. And can you tell me or can you tell our listeners more, where can they find your book and where will they absolutely. purchase it? Absolutely. Um, they can find my book on my website. It's mandyshaniel.com. Um, M-A-N-D-Y-S-C-H-A-N-I-E-L.com. Um, they can order it there. Um, it's on Amazon. It's on uh, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, online. There's a ton of places online. Um, the best place to purchase it, since I am uh, donating 10% of the proceeds to some of my favorite nonprofit organizations, the best place to order it to give them the maximum donation um, because I get the highest percentage is through my website. Um, but any, any of the above work, whatever their favorite, <laughs> favorite places. Okay. And I'll make sure to link everything, um, you know, that way everybody can reach and, you know, also listen to the streaming for this podcast as well. Um, and I'm super excited as this is going to keep growing. You know, we want to, we want our listeners to really connect and know your background and your story. Thank you. I appreciate that. That is amazing. Can you just tell us a little bit more about your morning routine? I think people love to know that. <laughs> That's such a great question. Um, so my morning routine varies, right? I've got I've got three three kids, two dogs. You know, there's a lot going on in this house. Um, my my ideal morning is waking up early, spending some time when nobody needs me, <laughs> nobody needs anything from me. I can stretch. I can get ready. Go to the gym get home and time to, to do school drop off and all of that. Um, but every day, whether I get to the gym or not, I 
start my day with uh, a morning prayer, just saying how grateful I am for this beautiful day, for my family, um, for all of my blessings. I think it's a great way to kind of set your mind on the the right zone for the day. Um, I try to to read a daily devotional every day, or at least um, I'm always challenging myself to uh, to have new memory verses. Um, so the Bible is is a big one for me, um, and and start the day telling my family I love them. I think that's a great way to to kick it off. And and of course, I try to get you know my first giant water bottle in. Oh yeah. <laughs> By the time I get back from school, drop off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and, you know, sometimes you got to run out the door. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> that is awesome. I think that, you know, my morning routine sometimes can consist of that or sometimes I'm just, it's really hard to get up, you know, but I think, you know, it goes back to what you're saying, that motivation, those tricks you can use to just get back up and get that spirit, you know, just lifted. Yes. And that's the thing. That's one of the the reasons why I I try to read my daily devotional or work on my memory verses. But in the morning, um, the time may vary. That's okay. It doesn't have to be exactly at the same time. Um, But it it really sets the tone for the day. It grounds you. Whatever may be going on, whatever stress, you know, this kid's not ready. This kid woke up late. This one is upset about their hair or whatever. (laughs) Um, You can shake that off and kind of reset the tone for the day. I think that's important. Like you were saying, especially to kind of get into that groove to tap into the motivation and the discipline you need for the day. It's really important. It definitely is. Just a couple of more questions for you, Mandy. Um, Can you tell us what are your goals in the next five years and what are you doing now to achieve them? Yes, absolutely. So um, my forever goals is to continue working on being and becoming the best version of myself as a, as a wife, as a mom, and as a person in general. Um, that will never end. Um, <laughs> I think that's important for me, at least. Um, and on top of that, um, my goal is to get this message out there as much as I can to try to help people, help people unlock their, what I like to call their inner goal getter. Um, and, you know, do more speaking engagements, um, and, you know, make the the most impact through the donations that I'm doing, uh, through these nonprofits, make the most of that as possible. Um, and of course I would absolutely be thrilled to be a best-selling author. Um, it's less about that for me than it is about, seeing how many people I can help with the book and with talks and making an impact with these nonprofits that I love. Oh, and you know, it, it's going to happen, you know, uh, for our listeners to really connect. I think that's the bottom line, connect and have like this um, real true connection with like a friend, like you're talking to a friend and you're just telling them your story and how you can help them. Absolutely. Awesome. That's, I mean, that's the thing at the end of the day, we're all humans and uh, I'm a person with challenges and problems and I make mistakes just like anybody else. Um, but I've, I've learned a lot. I've had been blessed to learn a lot and I want to share those learnings with any and everyone that I can. So I, I really hope that, that we can connect and that it's relatable and it helps people in whatever way they need it. I know, you know, the Chanel uh, Consulting Incorporated business. Can you tell our listeners what you offer and what your businesses can offer to anybody? 
Absolutely. Um, so I do uh, consulting and advising for primarily startups. Um, I, I spent the bulk of my career in recruitment technology. Um, so I know a lot about that space. Um, I built customer success teams from the ground up. Um, I, I do a lot of consulting and advising on, um, of course, customer success and sales, building those teams, scaling the businesses, but also leadership development. And, you know, with new leaders or leaders that need to evolve their leadership style, things of that nature, um, partnerships, but also coaching on, you know, identifying goals for career development, personal development. Um, that's part of this new era of my life is um, connecting the dots for people because everything that I've done, all of the coaching and the consulting that I've done applies to every area of your life. So I'm really trying to open up the business to um, adapt to that as well. Oh, wow. And where can they reach you if, if in case they need to? Like, is it your direct website? Um, they can absolutely reach me on mandyshaniel.com. I do also have a website for the consulting business. It's shanielleconsulting.com. Um, and then they can always reach out to me on social media as well. I'm pretty accessible. That is awesome. You know, because a lot of people are starting, you know, businesses as well. And, you know, even for individuals, they can use it as well. Uh, when they have like a small business or they have a digital online business, it's necessary because entrepreneurship is is very rough. It's tough sometimes, you know, and you need that guidance. It is. And one of the biggest things is learning that you're not alone. Right. And, and mm -hmm. when you have a chance to talk to someone and they're like, oh, yeah, I experienced that, too. That's totally normal. You're like, oh, my goodness. OK, it's not just me. You know, yeah. it's, you need that. It's, you know, in every area as a mom, you need that, too. But, you know, in entrepreneurship, it can feel so isolating. Um, it, so knowing that it's uh, it's totally normal. <laughs> I've been through that. Here's what helped me. I think that is uh, a, a real, real necessity. Thank you so much, Mandy, for being on my podcast. And I will link your book, Faith Over Fear, on all my social links and share it with all my followers. And I hope that we have another chat soon to see how everything's going. And, you know, hopefully we get to get to that point where I see you on the billboards. You know, um, I know you can do it. And, you know, I'm just so glad we were able to connect. Thank you so much, Ali. And I, I really appreciate it. I'm so excited for your podcast, too. And um, definitely we will be keeping in touch because I know your podcast is going to just absolutely blow up as well. And, you know, thank you to your listeners also for uh, taking the time to, to listen to me. And I, I hope we can connect. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day. And thank you so much, guys, for listening on the Chick Chatting Podcast. Our next uh, episode will, you know, I'll be touching bases with so many things about entrepreneurship. So stay tuned. Thank you, Mandy. Thank you.